And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Oh, yeah. Grab your torch and dip it into this podcast, because tonight we truly are a live tribal. Yes, no buffs coming at you just minutes after watching episode 10 of Survivor 41, a.k.a. The Greatest Show Ever. I'm J.E. Skeets with my fellow tribe members. we got the bearded one, Trey Kirby. hey yo, hey yo, And, of course, No Dunk Super Producer J.D. Hello. There he is. No Jason Concepcion tonight because he hasn't even watched the episode yet. Yeah, he's a West Coast guy. And it's Thanksgiving tomorrow here in the States, so decisions had to be made. JC was sacrificed. <laughs> we had to snuff his torch uh, just for this episode. So uh, yeah, yeah, We sent him to no exile. Jason. We just sent him to yeah. Exile Islander. That's right? true. I mean, yeah. we give him a chance to find an idol or to find like an hourglass <laughs> that he can smash and come back. So yeah. Um, I hope he doesn't smash the hourglass and we have to re-record the podcast next weekend. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Maybe no, so. Let's, let's hope not. Uh, a great episode to talk about. I will say here, if you've stumbled upon us for some reason and you are a, a West Coast Survivor fan, maybe you're an international Survivor fan, you haven't watched the episode yet, well, get out of here, okay? Yeah. You know, spoilers <laughs> abound. We're going to be talking about the entire episode, episode 10, again, of Survivor 41. And wow, we had a, well, we had a, a legend go home, if we're, if we're being honest. So uh, we'll leave it at that, give you all a second to get out of here. Again, if you've just sort of like, I don't know, you thought this was no dunks or something like that. Okay. <laughs> Into the episode, guys. Night 17, via Kana. Ricard tells the story about voting Nasir out. We have Erica realizing, hmm, Shan, she's a threat to win. Worried about the idol, though. Erica and Deshaun, they have a little powwow. They want at least one idol gone. I mean, come on. Like, yeah. it's amazing these idols are still here. Xander's got one. Shan's got one. Let's at least flush one of these out or at least blindside one of them. And one of them goes like Nasir. And then Deshaun, talking about Shan, to us says, I'm smart enough to know she can win this game. Foreshadowing like crazy here in this episode, uh, TK, right from the jump. Because we also have Shan saying, I don't trust Deshaun, completely. Oh, you don't want to talk to anybody in this episode lest you not be trusted. Yeah. I mean, I'm under the cover of darkness, perhaps that provides a little bit of uh, secrecy, but going out to talk in the middle of the night, of course that's going to raise some antennas. And that's exactly what happened with Shan, but as it played out, you know, Erica, Shan, Deshaun, and as we'll get to soon, I'm sure Ricard driving a lot in this episode this was a fun one. This was a banger. It started at the beginning. It seemed like we were getting set up for some sort of big confrontation between a bunch of these power players. 
And it was basically an hour of confrontation between the Plower yeah. players. A really, really fun episode. Yeah, I almost couldn't believe, JD, that it delivered on the promise of, I know. of one of them backstabbing each other. And then, oh yeah, Deshaun, of course, is in the mix too, and he does as well. I was like, oh man, they're just doing all of this. Especially once Ricard won immunity. I was mm-hmm. like, oh God. So it's like, we're literally getting a, a Heather going home right. or someone lower on the pecking order. And it was like, this was all for naught. But uh, no, you know, we get Ricard saying, well, I'm going to strike first. Here's the opportunity. Let's blindside her. I, I almost can't believe it. And I can't believe Shannon's got. I know it's, uh, it's sad, uh, but also it was time. And, uh, but as you say, like it totally lived up to the hype that w- I think we were hyping it up. We were hoping for this uh, epic showdown, and it's exactly what we got. It was like everything was almost revealed in the trailer, and it still delivered somehow. It was mm-hmm. awesome. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I thought the showdown was going to be a little juicier, though. But uh. this was probably always how it was going to have to go where one of them just completely blindsided the other uh, and the other was clueless about it. I, I, I you know, cause I remember we talked about like them building their armies and like right. really trying to like, you know, pull this vote here, pull this vote there. I wonder how much uh, of Shan going home in this episode had to do with Ricard winning immunity. I think when you win oh. that, you gotta, you just feel a little looser. You got a little more, right. you're a little more drunk on power because you're not going anywhere, Trey. And like, I think that can allow you to be a little more, uh, bold, let's say in your in your game plan or your decisions in taking your shot, because you at least you're not going anywhere if it if it backfires. A hundred percent. That's the time to be aggressive and try and set your own agenda out there. As almost everybody said at the fi- at tribal council this week, uh, when you're playing Survivor, you're completely focused on yourself, right? You're the protagonist of the story, so you're trying to figure out yeah. how do I relate to every other person in this game. Where am I in the power structure of everything? And everybody always thinks they're at the bottom is what it sounds like, at least when Mm -hmm. you get to final eight or whatever number that they're going into and everybody's getting nervous, but they all feel like they're at the bottom unless you do have the actual immunity necklace around your neck, right? That's a time when you're like, unless I do something completely stupid, something that people are gonna remember forever, I at least feel great for this episode. It's different than having an idol in your pocket, as we saw. Yep. That can give you some confidence. It can give you too much confidence, but you know for sure if you've actually won the challenge. So, yeah, I think as soon as Ricard pulled off the win with the old wobbly pedestal, that was when the writing was really on the wall for Shan. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so day 18, this is uh, after the blow-up, or at least the powwow, as I called it, uh, after Tribal Council of Night 17. Day 18, raining hard, JD. Everyone looks yeah. miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, oh God. Imagine living on an island for a couple weeks, and then it's just piss and rain. And all you want to do is, like, like backstab each other and talk <laughs> yeah. about each other, and you can't even really do that because you're just stuck in the same shelter. But we have Shan asking Deshaun, and they do this a lot. <laughs> I feel like we've had this, like, three episodes running now where they see something happening and then they get together or they piss each other off and then they get together the next day and like, okay, let's talk about that. Are we cool? We're cool. We're cool? All right, we're cool. And that's exactly what they did. Hey, you were talking to Erica. What up with that? And I thought this was a really cool scene, both of them talking to us, this like, this dilemma that mm. they both were like wearing quite heavy, I thought, of like, do it for the culture or do it for yourself. And culture being like the black community. They had talked about this black alliance, the, the camp out as a lot of people were calling them here. And they're just like, they're just torn over 
what they should do. And ultimately Deshaun, you know, makes his decision. But man, I thought this was a great, great scene. Just like you could tell, like they're legit, like they don't want to do it. They see an opportunity to have four of them in the final and then turn mm-hmm. it on each other or, or, you know, battle it out, I guess would be a better way to put it. But also like, especially in Deshaun's case, like I'm never going to beat her if I'm, if I'm there. So I, I have to get greedy and I have to like <laughs> turn on her. And then they come up with reasons why to turn on each other, which is always favorite. Like, well, oh, she snitched on me. So totally. now you're dead to me. But yeah. What'd you think, JD? I mean, yeah, yeah. It was, it's great television. I, I legit felt for them. I thought that the pressure was enormous on, on them, on the, all four of them to keep this alliance going for as the culture, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, we, we, we all want to see, we're all happy about the diversity of this season and we're all, uh, you know, I, I want to see a woman win that we've had, I think, uh, 20, uh, 24 men and uh, the rest women. So that's, and we're on a crazy male run right now too. Right. I think they've won right. the last six. I don't have it in front of me, but it's, yeah. a, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had four black winners. So, you know, that's 10%. So, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a little underrepresented. I mean, Asian, we've only had one as far as I know, Yule. Um, so that's very underrepresented. And, mm-hmm. we've, and uh, uh, we've had one Sri Lankan, Natalie. Well, this to say, uh, there's they put a lot of pressure on themselves and, you know, and I felt I felt for them, and uh, I, I felt bad that they had all this pressure because at at a certain point you have to just play Survivor, and you, and you know they both have reasons that they want to win the game of Survivor, and uh, I, I hope they don't feel bad about things falling apart. It looks like there's going to be fireworks in the next episode. Uh, Liana definitely seems extremely betrayed yeah uh but at the end of the day it's it's a game for a million dollars and it's an individual game and uh you know uh i i felt bad for them yeah <laughs> it's just way so, it's just, the, the the game is so pressure filled as it is and to just bring the out like uh culture into it uh it, it's just it's just too much like it broke them it seemed oh yeah deshaun was getting very emotional in that confession yeah. there trey i mean he was mad torn like really conflicted you could tell Shanna's telling us like i'm not a liar i'm set to go to the final four i don't i don't really believe her i think she's just a, a, a you know a, an incredible liar <laughs> i mean she even said this at some point in tribal council like we're all liars here it's like right. just uh you know are you gonna work with that other liar for a couple for this vote at least to move forward um but yeah what'd you what'd you think of just this sort of uh what we're calling a pretty pretty powerful sort of scenes here from the two of them shannon deshaun yeah, it was super powerful. There were a few of these sort of moments throughout the episode, I thought, and I think it was awesome to see because it's like it's a fun moment to watch as a viewer, right? You're seeing these people put into a situation where they don't know how it's going to play out, and certainly none of these four, Liana, Shan, uh, Ricard, or sorry, Deshaun and Danny, none of these four probably thought, I'm going to be able to get into an all-black alliance and actually have a chance to make that matter in the game, right? Like, they could have easily ended up on the same tribe early on. And, you know, it's just the four of them and there's still 18 other people around or Mm -hmm. something like that. But they've got half the tribe right now. And you can tell that this is a big responsibility that they're feeling. And they were both taking it seriously. And it's not only like a bonding moment for them to have there. It's also a strategic moment. And I just thought it was really, really interesting to see. And especially to see the way it played out throughout the entire episode. We had the moments between uh, Leanna and Shan that I thought were also as powerful. Yeah. We had Ricard and Shan, like, 
we they keep getting called uh, an old married couple, but we never see the parts when they're in love. And we actually got to see the part <laughs> where they were kind of in love, yeah, sitting yeah. there at the fire at the Survivor Sanctuary. I thought that um, this was probably my favorite episode of the season, just because there is so much like real world stuff coming into it, rather than just advantages and gameplay and numbers and voting blocks and alliances. You can tell that, yeah, these people are playing the game right now for 26 days, but clearly this matters a lot more to them than while they're there for a month. Yeah. Well, let's get to the reward challenge. Uh, this was the old thing where you had to run an obstacle course while attached by a rope. And uh, then you had to finish what appeared to be a very difficult like 3D star puzzle. Uh, I'm sure it didn't look easy to me. I think I would have struggled with that one. Yeah. Uh, the reward is uh, yeah, a chance to go to the, the sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pizza under the stars, probes kept saying. I mean, it was actually... It was actually really lame in the end. Like, it sounds great, but they... I didn't see one single star. I, maybe it was cloudy that night. And we didn't really even see a whole lot from them, like, eating the pizza and, and hanging out outside of this fun little, like, Ricard and, and Shan little scene uh, where they're talking to each other. Basically, like, are we going to... We're going to turn on each other? What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to backstab each other, right? Yeah, but not now? Okay, but we are, right? Yeah, we are. Uh, really, really weird. But yeah, they got to spend a night in a warm shelter, too, blankets and pillows. We didn't see any of that. No. Uh, Jay, like, it was so quick. Like, it sounds yeah. like a great, great reward, but uh, didn't really get a, a whole lot of it. Well, it probably, uh, probably rained the whole time. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like it's been raining all day, Jeff. You're, you're telling us we're going to eat pizza under the stars. Thanks a lot, <laughs> man. Like, put us up in the Four Seasons or something, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I, again, uh, the 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 moment, the takeaway moment was uh, was uh, between Ricard and Shannon. You know, and that's really all we needed, I guess. It didn't didn't seem like they were planting any advantages or uh, mm -hmm. doing any of that stuff. Uh, the real drama was who's who's Ricard going to pick? Who's 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 yeah. bringing on this thing? And I was I was a little surprised that Heather went along. I'm not sure if that was out of pity or out of strategy, but uh, <laughs> did he mention it? I, I don't I don't think so. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, so. He wins this thing, like JD's saying, and he gets to uh, he gets to pick three people to to go and have pizza under the stars with. Uh, we <laughs> I had like, like this uh, comment from Kyle uh, in the live tribe who said they used to do like two days on a private yacht. Now it's <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> here's a yeah. pizza. Here's a pizza. It might be raining. Yeah. yeah, the pizza hasn't been getting good reviews on uh, Rob Sesternino's podcast as well. And Xander was not bragging on how good the pizza was no. to jump probes here. No. They were Give all huddled pretty stew. closely. Yeah. Yeah. Potatoes. Um, Do you have potatoes Xander, on this Xander pizza? Xander in the challenge got caught up in the rope, so he was uh, sort of playing from behind. It came down to Deshaun and Ricard. Ricard wins it. And then, yeah, in order, he takes Shan... Reason being, of course, they're they're you know they're tied at the hip and they've been there since day one together, and she hasn't won anything like any sort of reward. That's uh, you know his reasoning to us. He says the same for Heather, right? Doesn't that what he says? He picks her that she hasn't hadn't had a chance to to win much or eat much food. I think that's what I he believe said. he said that. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And then his final one is Xander, and he he says the reason for that was you know this guy like stepped out of challenges twice for the for the the greater good of the tribe and especially mm -hmm. to get rice so we owe this guy some veggie pizza even though it's not <laughs> stew uh, or or yeah. it's just i need to keep this guy where i can see him you know like uh 
Well, that that was Jeff Probst's uh, little strategy question uh, in the game within the game last week, JD. If you remember last mm-hmm. week's episode mm-hmm. here on No Buffs, I said uh, that's what that's what Probst was saying. He's like, you win a reward, you're late in the game. What do you do? You taking your alliance because proves that you're tight, you're good, or you taking some of the other people so they can't be like plotting and scheming uh, when they're when they're back not having pizza under the stars like you are. So I guess he. He got, I mean, not lucky, but he got to pick three people, so mm-hmm. you know, he sort of got to do a little bit of both, it felt like. And sure. Dan, Danny said, <laughs> he said right away, no reason to apologize, because Ricard did the right thing. He said, like, I'm sorry, guys, you know, I wish I could take everybody or whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> but then Danny right away tells us, like, to us, to the cameras, like, yeah, d- he's too dangerous. Like, Danny is all in on Ricard, like... He's winning this game if he's if he's still around and his whole plan is to get rid of him. That's going to backfire when uh, when we get to it because he's going to win immunity. But yeah, uh, any uh, any other notes from the sanctuary there? Uh, well, we actually haven't even got to the scene where they're there, but this reward challenge tray. Any any notes? Would you be good at the uh, the rope maneuvering part? Uh, the going over and underneath the bars for sure. The wraparound part. Uh, usually, it feels like they just like whip their bodies over it a few yeah. times. That I would not be very good at, I don't think. <laughs> but it would be fun to try, no doubt. Um, Danny also says about Ricard after he chooses Shan, Heather, and Xander, he says he's doing it for jury votes. That's true. Which, I mean, maybe. I mean, to me, with Ricard, I don't think anything is by chance. Like, sure, he's saying Shan, you know, because she hasn't had a reward, but it is because they're very close to each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that he would rather have... Uh, Heather and Xander along with him too just so that they don't start getting in closer to Shan or getting in closer to that to, to, to the other three that are part of her alliance as well yeah. to try and build a plan against him so I don't completely buy that it's just for jury votes or for strategy I just think he is in it's taking all of that into account and he's just doing it super quickly so like I don't know I'm with Danny on that one where he's like this isn't you're apologizing, but you're doing moves here. You oh, yeah. Moves. Yeah, I mean, he's forced to do a move. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, if Heather says in the final episode, I'm voting for you, Ricard, because you gave me pizza under the stars. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I mean, I would never, JD, if I played Survivor, ever, ever, ever be giving my vote to someone because they took me out of reward challenge. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Yeah. Well, you don't need to worry about Heather voting for anybody because she will not be on the jury and That's she'll be sitting point. next to Ricard or whomever it is True. at the end there. That's, That's, good point. That, that, that's, so, oh, maybe she'll be sitting at the end with Ricard and she'll be like, you know what? Don't vote for me. I'd rather you vote for Ricard. He gave me pizza under the stars and a, a nice warm night in a shelter. Um, all right. Well, the loser's back at camp. We get that scene. It's Danny, Deshaun, Erica, and Liana. And this is where Danny tells Deshaun, look, we got to get rid of Ricard. Um, then, then they fold in Liana. I thought this was a hilarious scene. I think it's Danny goes, someone's gaining a lot of steam. And Liana goes, Shan. She goes, no. Erica. They're like, no. Ricard? She literally goes, Ricard? Like, question mark? Like a hundred question marks. Running out of people to name because Danny and Deshaun are right in front of you. It's like, it's either Ricard or it's going to be Heather. That's the only other possible name left. Uh, I guess Xander, I guess too. Um, I thought that was so funny. JD, uh, showing that she's maybe a little, she's not thinking uh, the same way Danny and Deshaun are at least of Ricard. Liana's not. No. And she's, 
I really started, I again, uh, Liana, I started so high on, and but now she's very, very low for me in the power mm-hmm. rankings just because if you don't recognize at this point that Ricard is a, is a major threat, then there's a problem. There's a, there's a big problem. And, uh, and I also, <laughs> the range of emotions that she went to, went through, she's listing down those names, yeah. landing on Ricard and then going to her confessional to be like, I don't want to be told, like, I don't want to be told what to do, but, and then by the end of that confessional, she was like, I'm taking full credit for voting out Ricard because that's my big move against Shan. It was just like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, it's just such a push and pull of like, you know, I want to make really big, this is everybody in the game, by the way. It's, I want to make huge moves, but nobody ever wants to say a name, right? Nobody yeah. wants to come out and say, well, I think we should get rid of Shan, or I think we should get a, get rid of Ricard, because that automatically puts target on your back. But then it's just like, well, I don't want to be told what to do. Somebody actually comes forward with a plan, and they're just like, all right, well, I'm going to take credit. I'm taking full credit. This is going to be my move now. It's just like, what are, what are you talking about? Well, <laughs> like, I think the way to do it uh, is how Erica did it in this episode with the whole at tribal councils, basically talking to Shan, like, Hey, we did that Nasir move. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did I miss something? Like, uh, I don't really <laughs> remember Erica being all that much a part of it, but she obviously was, I mean, she's a vote. Totally. She does seem to be a bit of a mastermind. They, Danny is like convinced she's like brilliant and could win this game. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think we're seeing her whole story out there. We haven't yeah. through, through 10 episodes, but like, that's the way to do it. Right. It's like, Especially just just proclaim it. Uh, yeah. It's like even if it's not really that true, I guess it has to be a little bit true for other people to be like, "You didn't do shit, Erica." Like, Shan agreed. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, she yep. did agree." And it, what was that? Her being diplomatic, or was or or was it her actually agreeing? It doesn't matter. That's no. why it's so diabolical. It's just like I'm playing. I'm the jury is sitting right there, and I'm agreeing with you, Erica. You played a major role in blindsiding Nasir, and that's just good. That's just good tribal council. Like yeah. that's that's just that's a great move. So, uh, yeah, I, as you say, I I'm very much seeing the threat that Erica is. Oh, <laughs> I was going to ask you that. I, I didn't want to jump ahead, but I saw people in the uh, in the stream team, the live tribe, as we call it, uh, in the comments here on YouTube, joining us live here on a Wednesday night. People saying, starting to convince themselves, could Erica do this? Could she be sitting at the end and actually warrant enough votes? I'm not sure, Trey. And I'm actually, with Shan going home, I am like, wow, we're having another man win this? Like, we're going to rank that, get that up to, what again, whatever it is, six or seven in a row? Because I, I can't, with Shan gone now, I can't picture an Erica or a Heather or a Liana winning. Mm. But Erica, I guess, <laughs> would be at the top of those three women's chances to pull. Oh, by, by far. And yeah. right now, at the very least, Erica, depending on who's there at Final Tribal Council, she could make a pitch where she says, I was the mastermind of the Shan vote out, which would be huge. That's a big yep. time move. Yep. And she at least gets partial credit for the Nasir vote out. That's yep. a big move as well. Yep. And she obviously used the shillelagh of time to <laughs> travel through time and reverse the course of history in the game. Those That's are big. three big That's moves, big. right? I mean... <laughs> They don't. They didn't seem like big moves, particularly Nasir. Like we didn't really know exactly how Erica's in on it. Yeah, she didn't have much of a choice for breaking the hourglass. But those right. are three notable events, and getting Shan out is a big time move. Breaking up uh, the four black players alliance is a big move as well. And my guess has to be that when she was there 
on the Blue Tribe, on Luvu Tribe, before they got to emerge. They never went to tribal councils, but she must have been, like, pitching ideas, right, to yeah. Deshaun mm-hmm. and Danny, like, if we lose this one, here's what we could do. Yeah. Because why else would they be thinking she's super smart and sneaky? Right. And then we see other, you know, footage of her actually being smart about it and coming up with this great plan to split the votes yeah. and bringing in another person to split the votes and actually getting it done. Really impressive stuff, so... Maybe she is a really great strategic player. She just didn't get a chance to show it through the first yeah. half of the season. I think that's ax- like absolutely true. I think that's exactly what's happening here. Uh, and she's also won um, uh, an immunity uh, immunity yeah. challenge, right? I mean, it was one where two people could win, but that's something. You know, that's uh, that's on the resume there, JD. It's totally. uh, right after knowing, um, you know, PowerPoint and Microsoft <laughs> Word. That's where you put it. Uh, but it's good. So I'm still skeptical, but. Yeah, I guess it's in play. And hey, there's still a lot of game to play as well, right? Well, there's I mean, a week. There's a week of play out there left on the island, right? But there's seven wow. players left. There's seven players left in so, seven days. Yep. yep. I mean, I mean, we only have three episodes left, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. They usually, have... it's usually down to five or five on the last episode, right? So. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That's um, so look, I guess I guess she's. Uh, could could pull this off. Uh, just uh, quickly before we take our first break, we had the sanctuary there. We said, uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, this was great. I couldn't believe that Shannon Ricard were having this conversation, like this playful, like, you know, uh, we've never said we're the final two to each other. Mm-hmm. We're tight. I love you. But we are going to turn on each <laughs> other, right? Like, we're the biggest threat. Like, they were having that convo right there beside Heather and Xander, I, which I just thought was like... <laughs> what were they talking about? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we could see them. Like, what, like, pizza. Well, this, this pizza sucks, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it must have been super cold and rainy. You're right, JD, because they were all sitting like on yeah. a love seat together, some sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and then to top that off, JD, oh my God, Shan starts singing her... You know, evil theme song, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, as we've, as you know, a hell of a callback to like the first or second episode. I almost thought there's like no way she's actually doing that. I'm like, is this slick editing here? Like they're putting it in. They have Heather saying like, "What are you singing from something else?" <laughs> I mean, she can't help herself. I think like she's just she's a talker, right? And she's just yeah. wears her heart on her sleeve. I think she's a great player. I think that. Uh, that she played an awesome game, and uh, although you know, it was funny when she was she was leaving. Her final sort of confessional is just like, "Well, you know what? This was fun. This was a lot of fun." And then I'm like, "Was it, Chen? Because sometimes <laughs> it seemed like you really weren't having a great time." But uh, Rick De- Rick Devins had a great tweet uh, about that, and basically it had da dum 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 dum. It's like, "Oh well, what are you singing over there? Oh, just the theme to Jaws, you know." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scheming or anything, you know, like, uh, <laughs> Oh, just a uh, villain theme. It. Yeah. Any, anything to add to this scene at the sanctuary, uh, Trey, were you just as shocked as I was that they were openly having this conversation in front of the other two and just like the, just their conversation again, this, this fascinating, like vibe that they have this like trust, but not trusting each other. And like, they just know what's going to happen. It's just like, Who's going to do it first? Because we don't want to do it to each other, but we know we got to. It's just, it's, you don't see that often in Survivor. 
Uh, totally. Uh, we only ever see the devious side of the friendships out there for the most part. And this to me was like seeing the real affection between them two, the reasons why they have been able to stay each other's number one up until basically tonight's episode. Uh, I loved it. I thought it was shot awesome too. Like what a great use of the old 8K cameras as they've been called. <laughs> yeah. Calling them into Survivor. Sure. Yeah, why uh, not? Uh, but yeah, it looked really cool. And yeah, it was also super strange that they were having this clearly intimate conversation while Xander and Heather are just just sitting on the other side of the couch like and they don't even get a no word what are you guys talking about over there what are you chatting about you like the pizza yeah 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 pizza's great pizza's great that's crazy yeah I wonder if uh, Tim Duncan's brother was on the 8k camera we have to find that out uh, alright cool, we're gonna though. we're gonna take our first break obviously I have a ton of this episode still to break down you know the immunity challenge the plot and scheming what happens at tribal council We'll get to the game within the game later. We're actually going to do it live on tonight's show. We're going to do the Rebus puzzle together. We're going to hear from Jeff. We're going to do the strategy test. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. And for the first time ever here on No Buffs, we're doing, we're doing live tree mail. So everybody mm. that has joined us here live on Wednesday night after the episode, we'll take some of your questions uh, later in the show. But let's take our first break and we'll be right back. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Okay, back with no buffs, recapping episode 10 of Survivor 41. This, this one was titled Baby with a Machine Gun. <laughs> I think Erica dropped that line uh, early in this episode. Uh, great line. So, day 19, that's where we're at as we make our way through this ep. Shan tells Liana she doesn't trust Deshaun. And then they have another very emotional scene. You guys already alluded to it. You know, reminiscing about the summit cry a long time ago. What day? I have no idea, JD. I, yeah. When were they together at the top of the mountain there? I mean, uh, it's you know. been weeks for us, but days for them, really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think maybe a week. I, I, it feels like a week. A week yeah. feels right. Yeah, it, it's something like that, probably, uh, where they were, where they had like a very real bonding moment, uh, you know, being being black women in the game, the, their mothers, and, and a lot of stuff in life. Uh, and so, Liana then tells Shan, the boys' plan. They want to blindside Ricard. Shan goes to Ricard with the 411. He plays it very cool, I thought. Like, an incredible level of cool 
being told like they're gonna blind him. He's like, let me just let me just think about it. Let me process this. <laughs> and she's like, almost like, what? what? Are, is it weird that you're not more upset? Like, what, like what's going on here? Uh, and then again, they say JD at some point, like we're gonna have to fight each other. They say it again. Like this is like the second or third time in this episode. Um, but yeah, you, you see this idea from the guys and Liana spilling the beans. I mean, saying to Shan, hey, they want to take out Ricard. And, the, and it was got it was getting a little cross like the wires were getting a little crossed at first. I thought there, it was like, is it me? Shan saying and it's like, no, it's Ricard. They want to do that. But, right, um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Liana's so tight with Shan. This is not surprising that she would tell her this stuff, right? Not surprising at all. And uh, you know, it just goes to Liana's emotional gameplay that she's playing this game uh, very, very emotionally. She's taking everything extremely personal. Uh, you know, as she did with whatever happened with her and Xander, and uh, she, she just the mere mention of betraying Shen is too much for her to bear, and yeah. she goes right and and tells her, and which inadvertently blows up Shan's game, really, because uh, it gets back to Deshaun, and and Deshaun's like, and Danny, who who are pissed that this this came out that. I think they blame Ricard, uh, uh, Shen for Ricard finding out. Yeah. Uh, they never mention Liana, but uh, maybe uh, maybe they don't know, or maybe they just, well, you know, ultimately it was Shen that told Ricard, right? So, right. Uh, but, and ultimately that's Liana's fault, and it's just because she's... She's a very emotional person. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that's okay. Also, we, we they're like also, it. like, Deshaun especially, and even Danny, like, they're conflicted because they want to go together with the Black Alliance to the end, but they also know they don't like their chances maybe of beating her. She's made mm-hmm. all these big moves. It's like, give me any reason to get rid of totally. her. Totally. Oh, she told Ricard she blew up the plan? Oh, she's gone. Sure. <laughs> like, now you're now you're dead to me. Like, you're just searching for anything, right, yeah. Trey? Because you want to do it, but you're, compl- you're like, oh, I don't want to. It's like, because, you know, they're torn, but, oh, that 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 happened? Okay, yeah, you're, we'll get rid of you now. Now now we have no guilt, as I think is what they're thinking. Exactly. Liana and Shan gave Ricard a crack to give Shan the boot, right? Basically, yeah. by Liana telling uh, Shan about the plan to get rid of Ricard, and then I couldn't believe that Shan told Ricard before the immunity challenge about it. I thought that was a major, right. major error on Shan's behalf. To the point where even Ricard, like you're saying, Skeets, he was like, you're telling me? You're, yeah. you're, we had this conversation about voting each other out last night, and you're telling me that they're going to come vote me out? You're that secure with me? And that's when I knew I was like, oh, he he's ready to flip. He's ready to totally. flip here. He's ready to keep his information to himself. I think that's how what he thought the conversation at the sanctuary was about, like, We've come a long way together, baby, but it's over from here. We're fighting it out. Oh, you think we're still together? I've got a real opportunity here. And obviously he did. He took it. And uh, I think an incredibly smart play on his behalf. I looked it up. I don't know if my num- if my notes are totally right, but it looks like day 10 or day 11 is when Shan and Leanna went to Shipwheel okay. Island. So, so a week and a couple days, sure. <laughs> yeah, like nine days. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was the October 20th episode for us, so literally <laughs> a month. But you can see why it's so fresh for her. They're like, yeah. we had this super powerful moment a week and a half ago. It still means quite a lot to me. Uh, but at 
that tiny little crack is all that Ricard needed. And it's all that little bit of distrust is all Deshaun and Danny needed to get roped into the plan as well. Yeah, it's so funny, JD. Like, I get it. You have to do it because you want to have like plan A, B, C, D. Like, throwing names out targets before the immunity challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, and like yeah. so many times, I know it's the editing, but it's like so many times we're told, here's the plan. Awesome. Yeah. What happens? That person wins immunity, and now it's like, well, crap. Now what are we gonna do? But you yeah, know, I don't. I don't like, see how it can't immunity, happen. I, when the immunity challenge started, I was like, well, Ricard's winning. I mean, right? I mean, like, right to the empty room. I, you know, like we're, <laughs> we're all agreed, right? If Ricard's winning this, and he did. So. He did. Yeah. So let's get to the immunity challenge. Uh, it's the one we've seen this before. You stand on a sort of a slanted, narrow beam while balancing a ball. On a, on a very small little platform, a little stand. Um, I thought Danny was in trouble right away. Did you see the shot? I know Propes loves it because he's a sicko. Um, his giant-ass feet, Danny's feet, on the first platform, which is by far the widest. He was already, like, spilling out over it. I mean, he's a professional athlete. He's a big dude. So I was like, well, yeah, he is not long for this game. Liana drops first. Danny goes right before the end of the first session because they do this in an interesting way, right? It's like, what did what did Probe say? Was it 15 minutes for the first time? I know it was 10 for the second. I could I missed the first one, but it's like, it's a specific time that you have to stand on that part, mm-hmm. holding it at this part, and then, then you can touch it. And like, then we reset and then we go again. But right. he dropped right before the first session ends, which, oh, God. Brutal. Just, you got to do everything. You got to do what basically Shan did that one time. Oh, yeah. Where she's just like, what a save. one foot up. And like, yeah, man, just hold on for three seconds more. But he didn't. Erica drops next. That sort of happens in transition. Mm-hmm. I feel like that part would drive me nuts, JD. Like the, totally. uh, okay, you've made it. Now step forward. You're a little more uncomfortable. You're holding in a different spot. And probes, I mean, He's probably like, you guys got 10 seconds, like you get 20 seconds, whatever it is. <laughs> so you're like, ah, and you just got to find it right away. And yeah, totally. It seemed like she dropped sort of uh, again from the transition. Heather drops next. Shan does these crazy, crazy saves. You, Trey, you reacted to that. She like a couple times, like did the whole like the wobble, 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 and then the one foot up. Yeah, it was and impressive the, uh, to totally. keep it on. Anytime you could save it, I was like, wow. And she saved it like four or five times enough to to stall out until the next uh, going on down the old ramp. Is this a good challenge, JD? I like it. I do like it. You think it's good television? <laughs> I was watching Shan go, whoa. whoa. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I, yeah. I don't know. The wobbles I mean, are good. Like, there wasn't it, a lot of wobbles, though, really, if you think about it. Like she, she was like the only one they really showed us like a wobble save, like a big wobble save. That's true. That's yeah. true. But you know, it's the same as watching somebody on the the the, the Jesus one, you know, right? Yeah. Just, yeah, you know, <laughs> in pain. Back. At least there's some like, Whoa. yeah. That's and I've true. seen that challenge done on a particularly windy day. I feel like where mm. where shit's just going everywhere. Um, but uh, you know. <laughs> It's fine. I mean, you you get the tight shots of the beads of sweat on there, you know, and the tension and and 
Jeff literally saying anything could distract you at any moment. The whole key is not to be distracted. And I'm like, what? nobody says, could you just shut up? Please? Shut up. Yeah. It's the most, <laughs> the most distracting thing is someone saying anything could be distracting. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so you're doing a great job, Jeff. Uh, 100% with you. Yeah, so I loved Shambu- uh, Probst's line uh, during this challenge. Other than a few birds chirping. Not a single sound. <laughs> okay. Were those real birds or were those uh, production Ooh. birds put oh, in? They were pretty. <laughs> the background music was uh, pretty well turned up. Uh, as for is this a good challenge, I just think that this cast, this is a great cast. Really funny. I think that like um, they're all very witty. But they're terrible at endurance challenges. Like, mm-hmm. they've had basically every endurance challenge. Jeff is like, all right, this one goes for six hours. <laughs> it lasts for 15 minutes, yeah. right? I just think they're bad at long-distance challenges, this one included. It could be well, better. We don't even get enough, I... uh, like, sweat faces, enough wobbles. That's why the, the cool ones stick out. I right. wonder how much uh, not having a lot of food has yeah, impacted sure. them yeah. in, in a lot of that. Also, I mean, maybe somebody in the in the live tribe right now in the stream team can tell me. I don't remember the balls they were balancing being that large. Mm. I thought they were much smaller before. They've definitely been smaller. And uh, yeah. last week on, or a couple of weeks ago on Tyson's podcast, where they have the same challenges, but they do change subtle things about Yeah, they them, add right? more balls sometimes. More balls, yeah. bigger balls, small balls. <laughs> the platforms are different sizes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, the Jeff and the rest of the crew, they're just... These endurance challenges, they want them to be as short as possible because yeah. they're out there working. Nobody wants to shoot nothing for six hours, believe me. <laughs> well, yeah, and then it can also screw up. I've heard people talk about this, ones that go like ridiculous amount of time, like six plus hours. I know there's the famous one that went way back in the day, like with 10 hours or yeah. even over that. But then it can like bump everything out of order, JD, and making a television show, right? It's like, right. well, we were supposed to get tribal council. <laughs> and right. uh, so much for that now. So yeah. that's pushed back. And then you got to scramble to fix it all. So you're right. They do want these to sort of, these endurance challenges to not be all that enduring, I, I guess. Well, we How get about down they to- go to All-Star Weekend Media Day and they have to interview 10 players. <laughs> Whoever gets it done first <laughs> wins the oh, immunity. God. I'm going to break out into cold sweats thinking yeah, about no that. Uh, down to three guys, Xander, Ricard, and Deshaun. Deshaun finally drops. We're down to two. And then Ricard outlast Xander to win his second immunity necklace and a guaranteed spot in the final seven. Uh, JD, did you did you give a little... You know, a little fist pump when uh, Ricard was ultimately the last one there. I know your your team, Ricard. I feel like a lot of people are. They're, yeah. they're, they're loving this guy, but you must have been happy. I definitely did. There was a fist pump. And there was also this moment where I feel like he dropped his just right after because he literally asked, oh, did I win? Because it seemed like he didn't realize that he had, <laughs> that he had outlasted yeah. uh, uh, who was uh, Deshaun. Was it? Sh- oh, it was uh, Xander. Xander, I think, was second. Yeah. 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 So it was just, yeah. It's possible. Like he, if he hadn't uh, kept the ball on the thing for an, an extra two seconds, he may have lost. So that's yeah. crazy. Uh, I didn't get a chance to listen to Tyson on the on the pod. Is spoken. Did he talk about, or maybe you've heard other, you know, uh, people that have been out there on the show? Can if I fall, and I'm walking by you, can I be like? Ah! 
<laughs> mm. Nobody <laughs> ever does it, so I have to think that there's. Uh... I don't. My gut says you can't. Yeah. But once you're on the bench, you can say whatever you want. Probably. Mm. That makes sense. Right? Like, I could be sitting over there heckling you. I mean, Mm -hmm. we've seen that sometimes. You don't even see that a whole lot, but... It's almost like uh, uh, heckling in Survivor is cheering for who you want to not lose, right? You're like, if if you want to vote out Ricard, you're like... Let's go, Xander! You're really throwing your back into rooting for the other people. Yeah. I just would love... (laughs) I would love to see somebody once. Like, they're down on the end. They drop, and there's, like, three people. And, like, not... You can't hit them or anything, but you could scare somebody that's trying (laughs) to, like, concentrate. Like an NBA coach when an opponent shoots a three-pointer in front of their bench. Yeah. "Ah!" Or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kyle is right here in the uh, live tribe. I mean... Probes would be pissed. Oh, he would be so I, I, heated. Again, like I'd like to hear from like Rob or, or Tyson or anybody that's been out there. I bet you can't do it. I, yeah. I, I mean, I almost wonder, has somebody done it before and somebody has then dropped and do they reset? Do they say no? I mean... But why would you? Why would you want to? I mean, I mean, I get that if you want to vote somebody out and you want right. to fuck with their game, sure. But diplomacy is such a huge part of the game yeah. as well, right? Like, I mean, you see that they're they're not allowed to talk until they get back to tribal, and as soon as everybody gets back, everybody's like, "Hey, way to go, Ricard! Way to go, Wes! You were awesome out there!" You know, and it's yep. like nobody means it. Nobody, <laughs> it's like we wanted to vote you out, man. But uh, yeah. thanks for messing with our plans. So. I don't know. I, I just don't think politically that would be a way to get jury votes or ingratiate yourself to your fellow uh, cast members uh, by, you know, screwing with them after you've already fallen off, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, it would help your chances of being cast as a villain on the next totally. season of Survivor Heroes versus <laughs> Villains. Like, if you really leaned into being an asshole, yeah. like you're heckling every time. They're telling oh, you to man, shut I'd up. I'd love to see that. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, nobody really does it. You're right. Uh, and they were very quiet, I thought, sitting over on the bench there. They were not tipping their hand as to who they maybe wanted to see fall. That's a whole other part. You're right, Trey, you brought that up. It's like, uh, I don't even want to cheer for you. got to do the classic, like, you guys are looking great. All yeah. three of you guys are looking great. Hold it there. <laughs> but you're like, oh, God, I hope Ricard drops because our whole plan is to get rid of him. And he doesn't. He wins. So we get to plotting and scheming. We get a tornado shot, though. That was yeah. cool. Very cool. Oh, yeah. Have we ever seen that? A water like, spell? I... I don't know. Not not that I big. Couldn't, I couldn't recall not that one. big. Yeah, is that what that's called? A water spout? I think it's a water spout uh, or something like that. It's not an actual tornado. tornado. Yeah, right, right. Okay. Anyway, it looked cool as shit. Um, <laughs> so we're back uh, on the beach here. Shan wants it to be Erica, uh, and she wants. Correct me if I'm wrong. She wants just let's just put all the votes on her. We won't tell Xander a name. Mm-hmm. So he'll be a little concerned, and he'll play his idol. Well, flush his idol. Erica goes home. We know she doesn't have one. We're good. But then, Ricard's like, eh, this, no, no. Why would we do this? Ricard <laughs> wants to take out Shan again. I think he's he's got that. He's drunk off the power of that immunity necklace. <laughs> and uh, but I thought it was cool because he's like, he only has four votes, like with with his plan at least to take out Shan. And he's like, well, who are we going to get as a fifth? And he goes to Deshaun, who we've seen them already have like a, you know, a little bit of a weird interaction over the last couple episodes. I, I think their trust is sort of up in the air. And he approaches him, though, about the fifth. 
and and gets them ultimately because of this whole Deshaun and Danny being pissed off that Shan snitched on them that it was going to be Ricard and Ricard wisely uses that information telling them and then they're like okay yeah let's get her and let's blindside her um, Danny's a little torn he thinks Erica's a dangerous player I and mean, he keeps really really driving that home but he also is pissed off with Shan um, so slick move here Trey from Ricard man uh, <laughs> he's like I'll strike first cool let's go <laughs> Yeah, he's like, you literally gave me permission at the Survivor Sanctuary to make this move. And, you know, Shan almost signed her own papers on this one, telling him before he went to immunity. I don't know if it inspires him or at the very least, it gives him something to think about while he's up there trying to balance. But this scene was very funny to me. And it kind of reminded me of Fast and Furious 9, the way it started way back in Tokyo Drift. We thought Han died, and then they pulled back, and actually something else happened in the scene. And then we pulled back again in Fast 9, and something else actually happened in that scene. That was like this to me, because it was like, Ricard decides he wants to get Shan, so he tells Deshaun. So then Deshaun tells Erica, but then Erica's like, hold on a second here. I don't want to accidentally get voted out. So then he, she goes and tells Danny, and then Danny's like, wait, hold on a second. I want to vote you out. So it was like yeah. anytime somebody talked to somebody else, that's who ended up next on the chopping block. I thought that was very funny, but I also was kind of getting nervous for this plan to go off smoothly when Erica decided she wanted to bring Danny in because she yeah. wanted to split the votes. Mm-hmm. That to me was a little bit like... You're asking a lot at this point to go from having three votes on the bottom who aren't really together at all in Erica and Heather, though I suppose they're together is what people have been saying, and Xander, to have those three on the bottom. And now suddenly you're trying to flip it where you have six of the eight people getting on board with the same plan against somebody with an idol in their pocket who has been running the game. I was thinking you're getting a little bit too ambitious here, Erica. You're bit off a little bit more than you can chew. Let's just play it smooth here. You might get idled out. But that's obviously a risk she's not willing to take. So she went and approached Danny, and I couldn't believe that it actually got done. Uh, I thought it was going to fizzle out at that point for sure. Oh, yeah. So that just goes to to how dangerous Erica is. In the previous scene, Danny's like, we got to get rid of Erica because she's very dangerous. Yep. And then she's convincing both Deshaun and Danny to vote the way that she wants to vote. And it worked. Yeah, so. Danny even says at one point, "Oh, that's a good plan." Yeah, and it feels like it feels like legit. He's like, "Oh yeah, we yeah. should actually split split the votes there and put three on Liana." Yeah, I mean, they did a good job of obviously not getting back to Shan, but more mm-hmm. importantly, in not getting back to Liana, any of this too. Totally, uh, because she's I assume going. R- well, then she's in a tough spot because she's like, it's either me or her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be that would be sort of fascinating to see. Like if she had known. Shan's got the idol. I can't tell her to play her idol because then I'm definitely going home. She would have but, to vote for Shan. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. True. True. Would she? Wow. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, that's, it, her, it's, that's they, her. They definitely kept it from her because she voted for, what was her throwaway vote? Uh, for Erica. Yeah. Shan right. and her uh, voting for Erica. Um, so, yeah, we're at Tribal Council. Uh, night ti- night, ti- nilla, night 19. Easy to say. Um, there's a great line here. They're talking about, like, are you part of the planning are you getting told the plan or are you just not hearing the plan? I mean, that's survivor in a nutshell right there. That is uh, so, so good. Shan says the, uh, we're all liars here part. There's a weird moment. We already talked about it between Shan and Erica's like saying, uh, yeah, we, 
we did that whole Nasir thing. <laughs> like, from what I can remember, I thought Ricard did the whole Nasir thing. <laughs> but they were involved, and uh, they sort of, like, compliment each other in a weird way. Probes, speaking of compliments, Probes just straight up compliments everybody on their answers. <laughs> this is a great travel council. I'm great loving answers. these answers. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, all right. And, you know, we go up, they make their votes, Probes comes back. If everybody has a hidden immunity idol and want to play it, now would be the time to do so. And incredibly, again, how what, how many weeks is this in a row, JD? Is this, this is at least three. At least, yeah. At least three. I know he had uh, the necklace there, obviously, at 1.2, so that doesn't really count. That was last week. Um, right. So four, I guess. Yeah, Xander doesn't yeah. play his idol again. Nope. Sits on it, no problem. And we get the uh, three votes each for Liana and Shan, and you see Shan realize right there. Yeah. Just like Nasir yeah. last week. Oh crap, we're going to a revote. Oh crap, I didn't play my idol. I'm going home. She like the daggers she throws at somebody walking up to 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 recast their vote is like wow, pretty pretty amazing. And uh yeah, she is voted out with all of the votes if I if I remember correctly in the in the revote. I don't know if he got to the end, but yeah. Oh yeah, maybe did we not I, I don't know. Actually. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't really matter. She got she got obviously a majority of the vote there in the revote and she gets up and says, Ricard, you have my vote for a million dollars. Deshaun, you're a snake. Peace out. Uh, what do you think of that, JD? I thought, why would you throw a target on your the, your closest ally in the game? Like, uh, you know, uh, if you're t- if you say, oh, Ricard, I'm going to vote for you to win a million dollars. You're a public enemy number one. Like that yeah. is a guaranteed jury vote. So I don't know. I, she obviously she was emotional and she was upset with uh, Deshaun and uh, if you're not fair enough uh, Deshaun uh, stabbed her in the back uh, but so did Danny <laughs> you know so yeah. uh, but Deshaun got the brunt of it I guess because uh, they keep having these talks they fight and they make up and uh, they want to keep this alliance together but they know that it has to end and uh, she's she obviously blamed Danny for that so. Yeah, like, the big difference here, it feels like, Trey, is, like, Deshaun and Shan to each other, because of the alliance they had, they were always saying Final Four. We're Final Four. We're Final Four. Final Four. And we learn in this episode, Rick Hart and Shan, even though I think we all would have assumed they've told each other, we're Final Two. Mm -hmm. We're Final Two. We're Final Two. Never did. So it was like, it's almost like a brilliant play, especially by Ricard's side of things. Ricard did this. Ricard sent her ass home. Really? And she's like, yeah, great job. I mean, she really respects him. She obviously thinks he's an incredible player. And I think she even realizes maybe she only pulled off some things because of him and what he thought up and putting it into play and all that. But yeah, she has no time for Deshaun. What do you think of her putting the target, like JD said, on Ricard even a little bigger? Maybe it doesn't even really do anything, Trey. And then really what she said to Deshaun, like really like, you're a snake. <laughs> well, I guess I would be curious. Did she, was this reverse psychology where she's saying, where she's actually really mad at Ricard for voting her out. So she says, you're going to win a million dollars, which then puts the target yeah. on his back. Like JD saying, or is this Shan being Shan new information comes in and she reacts. However, she reacts, uh, says what's on her mind instantly. And then will perhaps, consider what was actually said a little bit later. My guess is probably more so of the latter, but I was uh, thinking this was major sour grapes, if I'm being quite honest. 
Like, why does she call Deshaun a snake when she told Ricard Deshaun's plan? Yeah. That was very odd to me, but I mean, when you get voted out like that, when you've dominated the game and you get sent home with an idol in your pocket by people in your alliance and the person that you've said is your number one since the beginning, you're gonna say some things that you don't really mean. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I would be a completely heated as well if everybody turned on me uh, and I thought I was dominating. Yeah. Back-to-back weeks, JD. Somebody goes home with an idol in their pocket. Crazy. Will we make it three in a row Crazy. with Xander next week? Or, or no way. <laughs> I can't see it happening just because it's happened twice in front of him. <laughs> you know, like, uh, and he's also running out of time to play it. Yeah. I think he's only two tri- tribal councils left. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, this this goes back to uh, Shan's reaction to Deshaun versus Ricard. It kind of goes back to the culture versus the game again, right? Like, we had this tight alliance, a bond that transcended the game, that went outside of the game and was a statement that the four of us were going to make together. We all knew we were going to have to turn on each other eventually. Um, you know, so that's upsetting. That's very upsetting, obviously, but with Ricard, her it's it's like two people, two, you know, very close friends who are adversaries, you know, like you are my greatest adversary. Like that's their chat that they're having at the yeah. sanctuary. It's like, oh, we've had such a, a delicious run, but now <laughs> it will fall apart and you will do your thing and I will do my thing and it will be Shakespearean or whatever. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just. It's it's too much. It's too much pressure, uh, and I I agree with you, Trey. I think uh, heat of the moment, and I think uh, I think her 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 vote for the million dollars is is frankly still up for grabs. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Ricard and Shan. They had like a weird like Kill Bill vibe to them, mm, yeah. like the the bride and uh, Bill. Bill. Uh, you know, like there's like there's this love, totally. but uh, you know there's gonna be carnage. They they know it. There, there's repercussions. Um, whereas she felt, at least in the moment, and you guys could be right. I mean, I I think the way Shan is, she was just reacting. She loves Ricard. Mm-hmm. She wants him to win. That's my vote. Because he's outplaying all of you and felt really backstabbed by Deshaun because they kept having all of these powwows the next morning. Like, hey, we're cool. We're cool. We're cool. Mm. It's the four of us. And, you know, and that's just even how she found out from Liana saying, like, they're doing this behind your back and they're going to take out, they're going to take out Ricard, which maybe in a weird way, it was almost like more more of a gut punch to her. Like, oh, oh, okay. I see. I see how this is going. So, yeah, um, Shan gone. I, I can't believe it. Uh, pour one out for Shan. Were you I surprised Katie- she didn't play her idol? I was shocked when Danny said what he said, something along the lines of like, you think you've had a team and then you don't have a team. That mm. guy is like the most team first player that's been on Survivor in True. the past 10 years. That to me was like, you got to play your idol at this yeah. point. He's basically saying, I'm flipping on my alliance that I've had and I haven't flipped once yet. That was a little... Uh, I, I was shocked that that didn't, like, just set off an alarm for Shan to be like, something's up here. Yeah. I, I audibly said, what are you doing, Danny? Like, what? <laughs> don't say that, right? You're you're blowing right. it up here. But, uh, yeah, I agree 100%. Like, I, I do wonder when you have the idol, and you obviously think you're safe, and then you're also trying to flush another idol. Let's not forget about that part. Like, her whole mm-hmm. plan was, all votes on Erica, don't tell Xander anything. 
and we get his out. And I, th- I just think you can get like, you almost like, you're a little blinded by, oh, le- you're only focused on that idol that he has. And you're like, yeah, you're right, Trey. It's like, you should be really picking up on everything else and, and maybe play your own. But, you know, of course, I guess you feel safe. You're the mastermind. You're, you've come up with this whole everything on Erica. I'm good with my four. I'm good with, like, she has four people that she felt really good with. That's the other thing. Like, she's like, their numbers are good. We're fine. Like, uh, we're, yeah. we're in the clear. So she didn't think to, to play it. Just playing armchair quarterback. If if Shan plays her idol, Xander's playing his as well, right? Like, what? Like what? Wow. Can you flush it out just by saying, "Okay, I don't feel safe. I'm playing this." Even if you do feel safe, like I'm playing it for myself. If I'm Xander, I'm going, uh, "Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, that's that's Shan." I bet is, you're is right. Off. Yeah, I bet so. You're right. I mean, it, it, it takes a lot. You would be sacrificing your own idol, but you would be flushing that other idol from the another huge threat in the game. So yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, any final, any final thoughts on Shan Trey and get us started? I mean, do you think she was one of the the better players we've seen, like uh, in terms of a character on Survivor in the last couple seasons, or not? Great character, and I think going to be historically overrated as a great player. Um, you can't be one of the all-time greats if you go home with an idol in your pocket. Yeah. It's that simple for me. Like, that's a major, major faux pas. That's a guarantee to get you through a tribal council. You had it right there. Yeah. And, and to me, now when I look back on the Shan story, it's like you dominated against people who were happy to be there. Beef yeah. Walton, JD. Basically, once you ran into people who were also playing Survivor, it didn't go smoothly for right. Shan. Like, people were like, oh, she must be really hungry out there. She's making all these mistakes. Maybe she was just making mistakes. It's kind of mm. what I think because it was all mistakes once she got to the merge. And she basically got herself voted out in this one by, uh, by spilling the beans on what the plan was going to be yeah. uh, to Ricard. Gave him a chance to see the crack that was forming there and get her voted out. But I hope she gets brought back. And I hope that when she does get bring, brought back, I think she'll be even better because she's obviously great at getting people to connect with her and relate to her and trust in her she'll be a little bit smarter about the strategy side of things i think on the second time through because there's for sure she'll be back at some point yeah do you think she's a lock jd to play again i mean i i would love to to. see her again i i I feel like she's a lock but we've said that about a lot of players (laughs) this season so uh we'll see Uh, i agree a hundred percent with what trey's saying uh I think she was in the uh, what's uh, what is it triple A double A single A before you get to the major league. I think that's what her tribe was. I, right. I put it double A. Just, okay. I'll be kind. Double A. All right. And then she got to the major leagues, and uh, she pretty much got her ass handed to her <laughs> weekly. Um, and I also, you know, she was very very good at connecting with people on an emotional level and having a sincere relationship with them. But she was also very good at getting on people's nerves a lot. Uh, Deshaun, especially. I mean, there was a, uh, a throwaway scene when Ricard in this episode, Ricard start, he starts telling the story of what happened with Nasir. And I don't know if you noticed, but Shan interrupts him immediately and takes over the story, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, which is the very thing that, that Deshaun couldn't stand uh, about her as well, right? Like, it's just, she's a big talker. She, uh, but also a very nice person. And, uh, you know, but that sometimes very nice people can just get on your nerves, especially if you're spending all day, every day on a beach with no food. And Mm -hmm. 
that is rampant with paranoia. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Right, so, right. In playing for a million dollars. Yeah. 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 No, it's uh I think she'll be back. At that I mean, I know you're right, we've said about a lot of people, but she's gone far enough in the game. She made enough moves. She has her own damn theme song for crying out loud. Yeah, like, <laughs> she's she's coming back, and it will be fascinating to see uh, what she, what she learned from playing out there the first time. Because uh, she is a great great character, and obviously oh, yeah. an incredible just story of her life is wild too. And she is really good at a lot of aspects of the game. So even her, her vote off was like triumphant. There was like building strings yeah. during this as they went for the revote. It's like. <laughs> 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 felt like the like Jurassic Park her getting voted out. <laughs> Powerful stuff. Yeah, she's back. Yeah. You know when they're doing that, they're like they're, they're setting us all up for uh having Shan back, Shan 2.0. Okay. Well, we're going to take our final break here. Hold on, one last thing from Immunity. As they're walking off, Tiffany says, "And Xander still got his idol." Mm-hmm. Oh, she did say she did say that. Yeah, yeah. This guy will not play his idol. It's impressive. Like he hasn't come close to playing it. Since he did the fake one for Liana and Shan, uh, what, that was like three episodes ago at this yep. point? If you want to flush his idol, here's a good plan. Vote for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why would he play his idol if his name isn't ever coming up? You just want yep. him to play it for no reason? Come on. Yeah, he has done That's a great, great job of, like, just sort of fading back into the background a little bit. Like, letting these other power players, I guess, go at it, JD. and Yeah. They've forgotten about him, and they've they know he's got an idol because they keep bringing it up. They're because they, they want both. This is the thing. They're greedy. You're right, Trey. They want both things to happen. They want to get rid of player X, who's on the other side of you, who is a threat to win the game, or you don't want to see at the end. And they also want to get that uh, idol flushed. Uh, you know, just but he's proven that you might just have to vote for him, for him to, <laughs> yeah, for him to play it because the guy's got uh, brass balls on him, man. This guy. Love it. It's crazy, and he's still there, and he's down to the final seven. It's crazy. With with that, the only one left, right? I mean, we are – are we down to just that being the only That's the advantage? only idol in the game. Only advantage. There's no more yes, extra votes. I think you're – wait a minute. Doesn't does he, he still have, have an extra, extra vote, vote as well? Oh, he does. He does, yeah. I think Holy so. crap, you're right. Deshaun's gone. Shans was gone. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's gone now anyway. Of course, Nasir and Shan, their idols are gone. Yeah, okay. I forgot he had the extra vote. Crazy, right? Holy, holy. And uh, that could be huge when you're down to seven people. One yeah. being safe, winning, uh, obviously, the immunity necklace. I mean, six people are going to be in play here. Wow, wow. I think Xander's making it to the finale, at least. I think he's going to be final five. He may he may have a shot at fire, even, uh, yeah, to, to stay possible. alive in the game. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to take our final break here. While we do, everybody that's joining us live here on Wednesday night, get your questions in. We'll do a little live tremail. If you got a question, if you got a comment, we'll touch on a couple of them. We've got to do the game within the game. Uh, you know we have to. And uh, then we'll look ahead to next week's episode and make some predictions. We'll be right back. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. 
We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Chase Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, back with no buffs here. A little tree mail, live tree mail from some of you joining us here tonight on a Wednesday after the episode on the East Coast. Uh, This one's just a fun one from Cold, not really about uh, last night's episode or this season even, but what... Are y'all's favorite all-time Survivor duos? JD, does anybody come mm. to mind? Well, off the top of the head, uh, our, our man Wendell and Dom. Yep. Uh, they were uh, a great pair. I liked uh, Scott Pollard, and I think his name was Jason. <laughs> yeah, the guy with the big beard like him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, when they found themselves on the bottom, all they did was wreak havoc. Like, they just, <laughs> yeah. uh, they were just like the sorest <laughs> losers of all time. And they basically, you know, put out the fire and hid food and all that stuff. Uh, who else? There was uh, Earl and Yao. Uh, Yao Man, remember that? Remember Yao yeah. Man was great. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm cheating, looking at some lists here, but I got to give a shout out to Denise and Malcolm. Oh a yeah, great unexpected uh, duo, and uh, they got a lot of love earlier this season when it was looking like Ricard and Shan might be able to. Are they like? Are they Matt Singh? Is that what their tribe name is, or something like that? Where everybody got voted out except for the two of them. Oh, Maybe yeah, it's Pagong. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of yeah. these. It's one of these tribe names that has become a verb when you get down to the last two from your tribe, but you stick together and are able right. to pull it through. They were a great match. Uh, much like Dom and Wendell, when it got down to it, at the very end, you're like, either of these two could win and it would be awesome. Yeah. They both completely deserved it. What yeah, about brought- uh, Boss and Rob and Amber? A, a Amber. legit bona fide romance on the show. It's crazy. And they both won and... They that televised awesome. their wedding, <laughs> which I watched the whole thing. And I think maybe even crazier, 
they're still together yeah. and, and have like what four kids or something four? like that. I think it's four kids. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that is pretty amazing. Uh, we always bring up uh, Stephen Fishback and JT. Oh, that yeah. was uh, a fantastic one from uh, Token Jeans. I like uh, <laughs> I like a Courtney and Sandra too because mm. uh, they were comedy relief those two just like shitting on everybody and like wisecracks of everybody so it's like heroes versus villains they were uh together but yeah there's there's tons so good and, question, what Cole. about uh sorry what about this guy what about yeah. Penner, this duo? penner and uh the woman from facts of life uh what was her name uh lisa lisa, lisa. yeah, yeah. Nice and he was like so starstruck by her <laughs> and they just had this sort of uh this very weird relationship, but uh, I loved it. There's great chemistry. Uh, here's a question from Edgar. A few weeks ago, JD said that the episode with the live tribal was not the best, you know, for the for the first time viewed. Well, it was mine, and mm. I loved it. So now I'm trying to get friends to watch. Uh, what season should I suggest? Uh, this is a very uh, popular question. J- JD, we'll start with you. Do you, have a, do you have a season that you tell people? We always say heroes and villains. Uh, I loved uh, I loved both Blood versus Water. Uh, mm. The idea, uh, that's when you come on with a loved one, and uh, I think they separate you, your tribes, right? Uh, off have, the bat. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's, that's good. But also... Uh, I was listening to uh, Rob has a podcast and Mike Bloom had uh, had Ali Gertz on the show and her first season was Winners at War uh, season 40 and uh, she, she said it was awesome so uh, and it was I mean it was great but it was just like wow what a season like to jump in where <laughs> everybody has won uh, it's like watching it's like Lee Ellis watching the 87 All-Star game <laughs> yeah, his first, uh, yeah I mean it will it will hook you I guess totally. the only problem with that is like well <laughs> You just spoiled twenty seasons of Survivor. First totally, off, or... <laughs> and that, you know, and that's exactly what she said. But she went back and watched watched them yeah. all. She was like, "I just attempted to erase my memory and uh, yeah. <laughs> and go back and watch them, and they were still just as enjoyable for her." There's a couple on Netflix right now. Is there not a trade that people yeah. can watch? And I think one of them's yeah, season thirty seven. That's a that's a great season. Yeah, yeah David versus Goliath as yeah. Michael O'Brien is saying in the live tribe. My sister just started rewatching this one. I think this is the one that just dropped on Netflix. And great cast in this one. Some great moments. Uh, you've got the jacket moment. Uh, uh, yeah. Something you don't want to spoil. Uh, some other great characters. <laughs> Uh, the mayor of Slamtown is in this one. Christian Hubicki is in this one. Uh, Mike one. White. And this is a, it's a great season. David versus Goliath. Yeah. Okay. Check that one out. Uh, here we go. Evan writes here in the live travel. Trey, you didn't think too highly of Shan. Do you see her as a J.R. Smith slash a rational confidence player? And what other NBA equivalents do you see in the remaining players? Uh, I'm putting you, of course, on the spot here, but do you think there's something to the Shan, a uh, rational confidence type player, um, you know, vibe? Uh, yeah, okay. I would say that Shan is Tyreek Evans. Rookie of the year over okay, Stephen strong. Curry. One of, <laughs> yep. uh, I think he was the first player after Michael Jordan and LeBron to average 20 points, five rebounds, and five yep. assists per game. Some That's historic right. stuff. Put up some major numbers his rookie season, and that was kind of the highlight. Started off strong, and then eventually he was out of the league, obviously far before Stephen Curry was another player in his draft class. And that, to me, is what Shan was. I think it's just interesting 
I think Shan is an awesome character, but not such a great player because she only had like two thirds of the game and you need the social piece to be able to win it as well. And sometimes her social game was there and her strategic game wasn't there or her strategic game was there and her social game was a little bit off. Uh, to me, the player she reminded me most of is early Russell Hance, where she's like, if I dominate this game and tell everybody what to do, they're going to have to vote for me. They're simply right. going to have to give me the reward at the end. But it didn't work for Russell and obviously didn't work for Shan either. That being said, first time Russell was on, he was one of my favorites as well. I mean, yeah. there are just some characters who it's like are so hell bent on dominating that you hate the way they go about it but it makes them awesome to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's exactly where Shan fits in for me. That's great. Uh, This is a two-parter here from Sam. Uh, JD will get your take on it. I thought it was really good. He says, I don't have a good read on Danny. It seemed like he wanted to be in on the action this episode, but he ended up, one, not making the plan, and two, not staying loyal, which Mm. has been his hallmark this entire season. Then Sam goes on to write, is it too late for Danny to make a big enough move to beat anyone outside of Heather Erica or Liana. Wow. Uh, this, this Danny conundrum. I brought it up last week. I'm like, what is this guy doing? He's a bit of an enigma. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I would argue that he was part of the move to get rid of Shen and Liana. I mean, uh, he was at definitely uh, didn't spearhead it, but he was part of it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he could, he could, he can take just as much credit as uh, Liana could have taken it. If they, they had taken out uh, Ricard, but uh Aren't you surprised, though, what Sam says? Like, all we've heard from this guy. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. And in the end, he was not loyal. I mean, he thought he had a good enough reason to vote against Sham. But, I mean, I I thought if anybody was going to be like, no, guys, we are taking the four of us to the end. We are doing this. Right. I, you know, I thought he would be championing that a little bit more. And, and it, at least from what we saw, he, he sort of gave up on it pretty quickly, too. Well, but he was also felt betrayed by Shane. I know, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, you know, I, I'm loyal, but I'm not a fool. If she's going to, you know, if she's going to betray me, then I, that's the end of my loyalty. And, and that's how people are on Survivor. We've heard previous players talk about that before. You, you mention my name, you're dead to me. I'm not, you know... <laughs> Forget like it doesn't matter the the alliance that we have it, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's over and uh, so I wouldn't say that he's not loyal he's definitely seems like he's still loyal to Deshaun and so, he's been loyal to Deshaun this whole time you know I can mean, he beat Deshaun at the end great question great question I think it's very similar relationship to Shan and Ricard where Shan was the star and out in front of all the votes. Similar to Deshaun, who is the star between him and Danny, and Danny's a little bit more in the background. So to me, the question of can he beat anybody besides Erica and Heather, that's the way he wins is by getting, like his big moves would have to be getting rid of Deshaun, getting rid of Ricard, and then being the champion of those and saying, hey, I got rid of these two huge threats. I flipped the script on them. I flipped the script on Shan as well. And then, yeah, he's sitting there with players that don't have a strong resume and his is looking pretty good. But uh, if it ends up somehow being like Danny and Deshaun, I think people are looking at Deshaun more so. I think you're right. It also, but it also depends on the jury and how they're, adjudicating things right because we are sometimes we get a jury that's all about the gameplay it's all about the moves right mm-hmm. and then we have sometimes a very jilted jury <laughs> you know like uh you betrayed me so i will never ever write your name down so i'll vote for heather 
before I vote for you, Deshaun. I mean, I'm not saying that that's... But I'm uh, like, like, Shan is voting... Is Shan... If it's Heather, Danny, and Deshaun at the end, like, does Shan vote for Danny? Because Does she hate yeah. Deshaun enough that he's never getting her vote? But they're so linked together, you're right. This is the weird part. It's like, they, they seem so tied at the hip, Danny and Deshaun. It's like, yeah, maybe, maybe she's like, well, screw it, I'll give it to Heather. <laughs> I don't think she would do that. But. No, I don't think so either. But, you know, Heather I, I, can't see a path for win. I can't see a path for him to win. I can't see a path, really, for Heather to win, of course. Erica, I've come around on. I'm still not really convinced. It's like, I guess that, you know, you're getting down to how is it not Xander... Deshaun or Ricard, right? I mean, that's what it. That's what it feels like. And I don't see Liana winning either. Is the other is the four. It's like right. I see three winners. And I see four non-winners. That's. Mm. But then again, you get rid of those three people that I thought that could possibly win the game, and it's down to four of those people that I didn't think would win the game. That one of them is winning the game. So, uh, it could be pretty wild. Um, I, would, I mean, that's why I sort of love uh, Ponderosa, although I haven't watched any of this season yet. But it's just as people start streaming in they start to find out all the shit that was happening behind their back. You know what I mean? And that, that, that factors in more than we think, right? Like it's like, okay, we're all back in Ponderosa. The game's over for us. Let's break it down. And all they're doing is talking about all the bad stuff that happened to them and who did what to whom. And I I can't believe that that guy said that what he said, that kind of thing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so I kind of wish there was more of that, like that we saw both going into the finale, you know, like, uh, I guess we do, we get to see what the behind the scenes, uh, goings on, like the, uh, the scheming and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, it's like when it's how those jurors react to finding out that, Oh, you were gunning for me two tribal councils ago. Hold on. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like everything is like finding out your girlfriend's been cheating on you this whole time. It's like, Oh, but we were back together now. But yeah, but three months ago you were like, uh, you were ready to vote me off the Island. Yeah. I love then finding out how people react to that because some people like you, you screwed me. Damn. You're good. You're right. You're better than me. You got me. You deserve my vote. Or other people are like, screw you. Like, uh, (laughs) you you blew my chance at a million dollars. Why would I give you the million dollars? Yeah. That's, that's the beauty of the game. Um, so next time on survivor, just quickly, these are always very, very short, but Liana is pissed with Danny and Deshaun, like really, really upset. Like, you know, now that I think about it, maybe Liana more than Danny really wanted to get the four of them, uh, to, to the final, the, the black Alliance, uh, at least in that reaction that we see. We get Xander telling Ricard, they're gunning for you. Yeah, no shit, Xander. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I mean, that was pretty apparent. I guess maybe Xander didn't know that, but now he's telling him that. And then Trey, Jeff Probst, at one point in this little preview says, there's a twist. Uh Uh-oh. It looks like they're at a challenge when he says this. So maybe the the twist is about the challenge. I mean, uh, do you have any predictions what the heck Probst has up his sleeve? A twist this late? I don't know, Skeets. And also, like, pretty nondescript challenge. I think they were on the water, uh, but you could, like, (laughs) look in the background to see really what was going on. So, who knows? I mean, there was... We talked about advantages and idols, like, crazy through the first, like, five episodes, and then nothing. Uh, We had the big blow-up with Leanna and Xander and the fake idol. Haven't seen a real idol played yet, so who knows what's coming in this next one. Oh, there's been way more, like... 
play with extra votes and yeah. like screen time with extra votes about people holding on to them and giving them back and then using them to, like yeah idols jd outside of xander always like bluffing with yeah. his that we all know he has <laughs> yeah not not a lot but no. this guy has to play this i mean if he yeah. doesn't win if he doesn't win immunity he can't he he has to play it <laughs> but maybe he won't this guy's crazy. He's not that Why, why don't, don't we just flush it with not voting at him? Yeah, yeah. Well, What'd you say, yeah. JD? What if he gives it to somebody? What if, like, I'm oh. playing this for somebody? Oh, God. Can you imagine? He's, look, if he can get there, if he can get to the to the fire challenge and, mm. and make fire and, and get his ass into the final three, he's got a great chance to win this game for sure. Um, all right, let's do a little game within the game real quickly here. Haven't done it yet. I'm going to add it to the stream. Uh, this would be a little weird for all of you listening, maybe, but, you know, a little surprise for uh, everybody uh, being loyal to us here on a Wednesday night joining us on YouTube. Okay, so here it is. It's the game within the game. Um, let's uh, let's let's take a look at the puzzle, okay, guys? All right, let's <laughs> do it. Reveal all it. Right, we're going to figure this out together. Okay, that's a back. That's a cup. <laughs> Double <Let's> back up. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. Back up. Four crumbs. Um, that's four crabs. That's, that's four crabs. So back up. So back what's up. that mean? Back up for grabs. Nice. Back up right. for grabs. Good job, guys. <laughs> what, uh, what a stance on that back. Yeah. All right. Let's throw that in there. Let's see what Probes has to say. I think I have the audio on, so this should work. Oh, here we go. Pop up, Jeff. You did it. 10 for 10. <laughs> I got to admit, one of the reasons I like saying back up for grabs is that I know it annoys some people because it is redundant. Grammar, not my strong suit. <laughs> Once again, and back up is basically saying the same thing twice. But some phrases I will amend after 21 years. This one, yeah, I think I'm going to keep it. All right, you know the drill? Once again, you have another word scramble. We're getting so close to the end. And then we'll have a strategy test. Get on it. <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, one of the weirder ones yet. We got to do these all live from now yeah. on. <laughs> oh, a five-letter word. Ooh, guys. Guys, okay, let, let's solve it. Does anybody got it really quickly? That's rough, right? Rough. Rough, yeah. Good call. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> oh, is it? You yep. did it! Yeah. Okay, let's see what Probe says. He's yeah, fired it's up you, now. <laughs> you did it! You got it! You know, I say some crazy things. <laughs> I'm not changing this! All right, here's this week's strategy test, and it's a nod to next week's episode. You make a big move, and it works, and everybody's mad. What do you do? Do you apologize? Go on the apology tour that you've seen happen on Survivor. Like, I'm so sorry, I didn't know, I didn't know. Or do you own it and say, I'm playing the game just like everybody here and I made a big move. It's again, one of those philosophical situations because if you start to grovel and apologize and you make it to the end, you might've given permission to the jury to say, even you admitted you played a poor game and made bad decisions versus saying, I stand by everything I did. I'm sorry you guys are mad. I hope we can find a way to work together, but I made the move that I thought was best for me. What would you do? <laughs> hope you're enjoying Survivor. Wow. Okay, come on. 41! That, really, <laughs> that, that was rough. Uh, <laughs> would that was would you say sorry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could have said that in three seconds there. Uh, I mean, who's he? Is he alluding to Ricard for what the, no, the move he just did or Deshaun, something? It's Deshaun and Leanna. Are you, is Deshaun going to yeah, apologize yeah. to Leanna about, uh, you know, being a yeah. snake, I guess? Yeah. Um, 
What and should he? he no, of course not. Of no, course not. no. Okay, so we got rough there. Is anybody seeing any, uh, you know, cryptic sayings? Like we remember last time we figured out like Nasir was going home because it sort of sounded like Nasir. Not a lot there. Not- so there we go. We have one one word left. Wow. Obviously, there's more episodes left. And if you're new to the show here, I'm convinced these words are going to come into play in the actual game of Survivor. Game within the game is in the game. I think it's happening. <laughs> I hope I, it's I, true. Yeah. I, I mean, I have to keep running with this theory now. But okay, also, I, like, what is the final play here? Just game within the game style. Not taking it to yeah, Survivor. With, are, with, are you supposed to use all of those words then... They don't make a sentence. <laughs> yeah, so what you're, what oh, you're saying what is next episode, after the episode, I'm going to go to Game Within the Game. I'm going to do that last one. I'm going to do the last puzzle. I'm going to get the last word. I'm going to unscramble it. And then what happens? And then right. what happens? Yeah. Like, do you scramble like, up these words, the letters in these words? I don't know. Well, maybe. But I think the video is going to be props going, congratulations. You did it. You unlocked all the words. Now you're not going to believe this. On next week's show, these words are going to be involved in a challenge. I mean, that is definitely possible. That's like possible. A, a, like yeah. a concentration style, totally. you know, like something. Uh, something. something. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's happening, guys. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It would be great. It would be so great because I've wasted everybody t- everybody's time all season long with these stupid games. The I'm, uh, I'm, I will be taking credit for your oh. being right about this, the way that Liana is gonna would have taken credit for getting rid of her car. <laughs> oh, interesting, interesting. I'll remember that. I'll remember that. All right, guys, we're gonna call it there. Thank you so much, to everybody, who joined us live tonight. Uh, if you're a fan of no buffs here and our survivor breakdowns, leave your boys five star rating and review wherever you listen to this podcast: Apple, Spotify. Subscribe, comment, like the video if you're watching either live or later here on No Buffs YouTube. We really appreciate it. Our numbers started ticking up there. I think we found some uh, found some Survivor fans out there. There's a lot of great shows already, but uh, you know, you can never you can never hear have too much Survivor talk <laughs> in, in my mind. I mean, I listen to all their shows too. Why not listen <laughs> yeah. to us uh, wax about it for 90 minutes? Uh, we are back to our regularly scheduled program next week. So Thursday, December 2nd, around 5, 5.30 uh, p.m. Eastern with the incomparable Jason Concepcion. He will be back. Uh, but we had to do this live tonight because we got Thanksgiving tomorrow. It's all good. Had a lot of fun. Guys, um, any any last uh, last minute preps there for Thanksgiving? Are you guys good to go tomorrow? Or are you throwing the, throwing the bird in the oven now? I don't know how it works. What do you do? <laughs> I oh, did we, had like, we had a Christmas story uh, um, all situation here where Lincoln, my son, is yeah. uh, brining a turkey, but it won't fit in the fridge. So we had it in a Tupperware container outside. Uh, it's cold, yeah. We just had two dogs show up, like <gasps> big dogs. <laughs> like... So I, I would literally chase them away with a broom and brought the thing inside. Oh. So that was during the immunity challenge. And so it was like all hell was breaking loose. And I was like, get out of here. I got to go. <laughs> oh, so you're saying those dogs wanted a little turkey under the stars. <laughs> yeah, they, they were looking for turkey. Wow, under the stars. That's, that's right. wild. Okay. Yeah, but the, the, bir- the bird's okay. The bird's okay. The dogs went home, I think. But uh, yeah. <laughs> what a night. What a wow, night. what a night. What a night here on No Buffs. And Trey, I know you're doing a lot of cooking. You good to go there for tomorrow? 
Uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we're, 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 we're prepped for tomorrow. I'll say okay. that. The, tomorrow's the big day, obviously. We'll see how it goes. Um, my best prep moment this week, I actually had a nice survivor moment. Uh, we were leaf blowing outside <laughs> over the weekend, and we get them all onto a big tarp, and then there are four corners of a tarp. Laura's mom was in town, so we had three adults. We needed a fourth. Isla, Ada, come hold this fourth. Help us carry this to the front. It's going to be fun. It ain't that heavy. It's just dead leaves. You'll be able to carry it. Yeah. But it's heavy for them. They're seven and five. So I'm like, oh, it, it's falling out of my fingers. It's falling out of my fingers as we're walking from the back to the front yard. As they're doing it, I'm like, you got to treat it like Survivor. You got to dig deep. <laughs> <laughs> if you turn anything in your house into a Survivor challenge, you get it done a lot faster. You're That's like, so true. Oh. I should be, if I'm ever going to be on Survivor and I want to win a challenge, I got to be able to carry a 50-pound bag for, for a little bit longer than I think I can. Yeah, yeah. You, said you, you said your girls love the uh, challenges, They too, love right? the challenges, yeah. They're big yeah. challenge beasts right now. Yeah, they don't care for the strategy talk all that yeah, much. Talking? <laughs> Boring! It's <laughs> <laughs> a great point. Uh, there's something for every, everyone in uh, Survivor. Okay, guys, we'll call it there. We will see you with no dunks on Monday, no buffs on Thursday, December 2nd with uh, Jason Concepcion. Uh, until then, the tribe is spoken.